Okay, well, hi guys, it's episode 18 of Uncharted Horizons. This week we're talking about the Game Awards, which aired last night, and if you somehow haven't seen it, then we're going to have all the information you probably want to hear. We're going to be talking about some of the winners and some of the announcements that came out of the Game Awards. Um, Lots of cool world premieres. Uh, We're currently live on Twitch at Uncharted Horizons PC, and the recording of the show will be posted on all podcast platforms, and some clips will go up on Twitter, um, TikTok, and YouTube. You can keep up with us on Twitter at UNCH Podcast. And if you want to talk to us personally, I'm Ellison underscore 712. And Brayden is Love Shack YT. So, Brayden, I want to see what your initial thoughts are on the Game Awards on the S tier scale. What would you rate it? So, I have to say, for transparency's sake, uh, this is the first Game Awards I've ever watched start to finish. So, the past couple of years, uh-huh. I've watched like bits, but I sat and watched the whole thing. Um, and it was it was fun. I will say I saw a lot of people complaining online about stuff that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, just stupid stuff like, you know, oh, get to the games or what's going on. I saw people complaining during, like, the brief musical performance. Like, I think Halsey was on stage for, like, 26 seconds and the other guy did, like, one song. She was great. Like, I think – no, she yeah. was. I don't know why they didn't just let her do a full song. I thought that was really funny. I tweeted about it. I was, like, live-tweeting the show and I'm like, well, they brought Halsey out here. Well, they, they probably paid her a decent amount of money and she just came out here for, like, 20 seconds, like – easiest payday um but honestly i thought people were just kind of complaining for the sake of complaining uh i (laughs) thought that the show was relatively well paced um it was very enjoyable there were definitely a few cringe moments that i'll share maybe a little bit later that i was like ooh, specifically when keegan michael key came out and a few others (laughs) it's like and that wasn't his fault someone definitely wrote (laughs) those jokes i do like the hat no, I was Keegan Michael Keyes. His skit was. About oh hats. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I missed it. I, I'm like this dude's <laughs> genuinely fun. I thought you were just showing off your cool reindeer hat. No, um, that's what he was talking about. No, that makes sense. And I've I've often wondered about Toad because you know some people think his, if you take you know like oh I'll take his hat off like no, I'm pretty sure you'd just kill him. Um, but back you know back on track for a second. I think that it was really fun. I think they made some crazy announcements. A little, unfortunately, and I don't mean unfortunately like it was bad. I mean, in terms of my interest as a viewer, there were two things I really cared about. Game of the Year and then sort of the world premieres. Like, I was excited for some of the other things and, you know, I was watching, but I was really pumped to see, like, what we didn't know. They talked about, like, hey, we kept so much stuff secret. Like, we no leaks. And, like, I, leaks are I, – I prefer to be surprised. So I'm happy with the no leaks, right? But they started off the show with the first reveal being – you know, a follow-up to one of my favorite games ever, and I was just, it just peaked for me right there. So, it was Mm. really entertaining, and I enjoyed it, but no game announcement beat the one that kind of started it off for me, and I was just fucking, I was amped, and it kind of set the tone, and for you, I know they showed a lot of stuff, a couple of my friends, and we're gonna get to all of this, so I'm just, you know, building a, a little bit of suspense, I suppose, but, you know, they showed From Software's new game, which I think a lot of people are hyped about, um there's a lot and we got updates on jedi survivor and other stuff that we'll dive into but um yeah that that peaked for me at the top and then i was just kind of watching but animal was funny um i you know there was some good stuff there were the crash bandicoot thing i don't really get what was going on there in terms of like the whole bit but i thought it was good i liked it um i would say it was probably a tier i would if you're asking me to rank it on a tier system uh what about you how did you feel after watching it 
Um, I think Lord Rachafa in the chat also said, as someone who's been watching since 2014, this is the best TJ of all time, in my opinion. Um, I probably would have to agree with him. I don't think I've been watching since 2014, but the past few years, he's either had way too many ads. Like last year, people gave a lot of feedback about the ad space and not really making it about the games. Um, and Jeff's seemingly a pretty good dude, knock on wood. He's He's always been a joy since I've been interacting in the space. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree that this is probably the best one we've seen. Like I said, the pacing was really good. Um, it's a long show. There's a, there's a lot to get in there. Um, but I think with what he had, he made it as good as it could be. Um, I guess you could improve by just taking out ads, but like, that's never going to happen because you know, that that's how it gets funded. <laughs> it's, it's quite a, quite a production. Um, but yeah, they, they started the show with some fucking amazing announcements. And then I think it got a little slow there in the middle. But then, yeah, it definitely um, picked back up there towards the end with uh, the Armored Core announcement. The game of the year that one was waiting for. Um, I always think it's weird when they like rapid fire through some of the major categories instead of giving people those stage time, which I think is a lot of people's critique. Usually it's like this is supposed to be for the games and the people that make them. So give them the space, like the time to talk um, reasonably. Obviously not like Christopher Judge, who spoke for like 10 minutes, which I loved his speech, but I was like, damn, I'm surprised letting him talk this long. But no, yeah, overall, it was really good. I'd probably also give it an A. I definitely had like one or two things I'm like super psyched about. And then a lot of things I'm like, wow, that looks cool. Like, I'm going to add that to my watch list. Um, So I think I'd be really surprised if you watched that show and nothing was important to you. Like, I don't know what kind of games you play if not one single announcement was exciting to you. Because there was, I think there's something for everyone there. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and uh, Lord Rachafa in the comments said a couple days before the show, Jeff said this would be shorter than usual. And I thought that was funny because you mentioned it earlier too. And I hadn't actually watched. So, I mean, the pre-show started at 7.30. And I'm pretty sure when I, when we were, because I was in Discord with friends, we were live last night for a while. Thanks to everybody who came and hung out. It was fun. A little hard to do it by myself for that long because it wasn't like I was playing a game where I have something to kind of help me interact. I was just straight up like being quiet during the commercials and then giving my during the you know promos and stuff and then giving my thoughts but it was fun and every you know some people popped in so thank you for that um you know we know who the true fans are brian didn't pop in last night so um i will say that um chris judge's speech went on a little comically long and i honestly think the dude seems like a great guy and i was genuinely happy for him and it was awesome to see him like just be so excited about it especially after he talked about how like he typically wouldn't you know, he even said, like, had he known it was a video game speech, a script, he wouldn't have done it in the first place when he first started. And now look at what's crazy. come of it. And, like, it's just kind of like a thing of chance. And he's a great, great Kratos. But my dude talked for, like, 20 minutes up on stage. And I was live tweeting throughout. And I'm starting to think after, like, people were saying something at about 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, okay, guys, come down. Like, he's pumped. This is a big moment. And then at, yeah. like, the 15-minute mark, when they start playing the music, I'm like, all right. They're trying to see. Okay, to wrap this but up. <laughs> the music coming on like made his speech so much more epic. <laughs> and like, I was like, oh my god! I was like, this is the greatest thing we've ever seen. Like, it was it was about his like I forgot what he started talking about, but like his can like everyone just like being good people and like in in the world. And I was like, oh my god! And I'm glad he had his moment though. Yeah, the speech was that long. Like, if you wrote it down and I did it, it'd be much shorter. I think he's just <laughs> a very slow talker too. You know, he's very particular with his words and he's very spaced out on what he's saying. <laughs> But no, yeah, his speech was great. I'm glad he at least had that moment with God of War not winning Game of the Year. Spoilers if you didn't already know that. 
Um, at least he had his moment up on stage and got to say what he wanted to. Yeah, he did go on Twitter afterwards and say he wasn't done because he didn't get to thank his wife. But you know, at least at least he made sure to say it online after. <laughs> Lord Richava said in the comments when the music started, I thought we were going into Rag. I felt we were going into Ragnarok itself. Yeah, I was. I was ready. I, I oh did. my god, him and Sunny were so great together. I just love seeing that, like them hugging. I was like, oh, they must have such a good relationship. At least I hope they do. I mean. That's I a Trace's actor. Yeah, I figured. I wasn't yeah. 100% sure at first. And then I'm like, wait, okay, that's I didn't know his name off the top of my head. Um, I liked him. It was good. I just, it did go a little long, I won't lie. And I, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't super bothered by it. I actually kind of thought it was funny because I was watching the Twitch chat and the YouTube chats of people like live watching the show and the comments were cracking me up. But I was like, all right, man, like we're 20 minutes into this thing now. Uh, let's maybe move it along a little. And it was funny because you heard Jeff make a couple jokes about it after the fact. He was like, well, we got to keep these short because we don't have enough Steam Decks for everybody. So. Yeah. But it was Which good. I didn't win one I was going to ask that question. <laughs> Did you have any luck? No. 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 They must have given out over 100, though. So that's pretty cool. Hey, well, there you go. Speaking of giveaways, um, we do have an announcement at the end of the show. So I'm not going to do it now. But at the end of the show, we're going to do a little giveaway for the holidays um, that – I, I, and I know a few people already know about due to my unfortunate um, spoiling that happened. But, uh, yeah, so uh, we will be talking about that at the end of the show. And also some details on our upcoming slate of shows. We have a few shows in the month of December that are, you know, this is a, this is going to be pretty much mostly game awards the whole way through. Um, talking about new stuff, stuff we're excited about. But our next two shows will be very Christmas heavy with like a holiday movies thing and then some details on like our actual Christmas show, uh, which is well the week of Christmas, if you will, um, which should be a lot of fun and I'm pumped for it. The holiday shows we've done so far have been some of the most fun and people have really shown up and like interacted and whatnot. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. So stay tuned if you guys are watching or joining us later. I'll, I'll mention it again. But we are going to talk about that and the giveaway at the end of the show. So. Nicole, um, we are skipping the questions today, right? Uh, because mm-hmm. we have a lot of content to cover. Um, but before right. we jump into that, do you have any opening thoughts? Anything you want to get off your chest unrelated to the Game Awards, whether in the space of gaming or not, before we get started here? Um, unrelated to the Game Awards? Probably not. You know, good games on my mind. Okay, me too, but I have something I need to get off my chest. So, okay. so two, one, one is very brief. I'm, I'm recording a video uh, that I'm going to upload to our TikTok account and on Twitter of me wrapping a present to demonstrate the <laughs> counter to what Nicole did, right? So that video is going to be uploaded probably sometime this week. I have had some frustration along the way, and I have to say that I'm just I'm doing this because I just want the, the fairness, and I'm going to duet Nicole's video and side-by-side it with my own wrapping, and, and we'll see, you know, exactly. Oh, so I should, I'll make a video later then, because yeah, I did a pic- post I did it on some pictures. Th- oh, all right, you should definitely make a video. I thought you posted a video, but my brain's been a little fuzzy the past couple of days. Yeah. Um, maybe. I just, I just wrapped a book last night, if only you told me, because that's, like, such an easy thing to wrap. <laughs> my, my girlfriend decorated for Christmas, and she literally is so good at wrapping, she took she wrapped little cardboard boxes and gifts to put as fake gifts under her tree. And they're all mm. like these perfectly wrapped things. And I'm like, you're wrapping this well, you're investing this much energy into wrapping fake gifts. Like what, are, what, what am I supposed to do here? So listen, I'm still not, I'm still against wrapping paper, hashtag team bag. Okay. But I will be posting a video of me wrapping. I do have some sweet Christmas shark wall, uh, wrapping paper that I will be wrapping. And, um, I will not be wrapping Nicole's, uh, gifts, obviously, uh, in that video, but I will be wrapping another gift and, and just demonstrating um, what I am doing. But here's what I want to get off my chest quickly, and this has been bothering me for like a week and a half. It wasn't I, that. 
No, that wasn't that, Nicole. Oh my god. You don't you don't listen, okay? This is this is this is just something I need to get off my chest. I don't know how many of you guys are on TikTok, okay? There is a trend on TikTok now where people are streaming themselves sleeping. And it's that's benefit. All right, listen, it was Somehow. recently highlighted in an article and it was brought to my attention and now I'm seeing it all the time. So I don't know if our like AI overlords are just like following what I'm looking at or what. But either way, these people are laying in a bed and there's usually like a screen or a light bright or some bullshit next to them. And it says, you know, send this emoji to play this noise and so on and so forth. And the stream runs for like eight hours while these people sleep in their bed. And I don't know who or why, but people lacking brain cells in the chat just keep sending emojis and donating money. And all these sounds go off and the person's like, oh, like, you know, they're probably fucking pre-recorded, honestly. Like, I probably just record it and put it up as a stream. But there, I don't, I like, guys, I, I don't. We don't ever ask for it. If you want to just throw money away, we'll take it. We can put it back into the channel. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not asking for it, but I'm just saying there are hundreds of thousands of people donating money to these people. There was an article about a guy who became a millionaire. Just, he quit his job to become a TikTok stream sleeper. And he just sleeps, which is what I do for fun half the time. And people pay him for it. So I don't know how we as a society have fallen down to the level that we're doing this now, but I just felt like this. This needed to be addressed. Brian said, Braden, get in bed. It's right there. I'll make it rain. Like, I I don't mean to begrudge others for their success. Like, good on you, man. People find ways to make money, and you have the talent. You go for it. There is no talent involved in getting paid to sleep. You see, Nicole made some sweet origami, I think. Did you make that? It's ceramic. <laughs> okay, it looks nice. Now it's a chopstick holder. Oh. Yeah, I like yeah it. it's a little paper crane. I don't know how to use chopsticks. Last time I tried, I broke them in half. But anyway, my point is, don't give money to people for sleeping. Like, or at least, like, I, I just, I don't, I, save your money. We're in a recession. I don't know, buy anything. Burn it. Throw it away. I mean, I'm really not sure. But we really, we really need to stop giving people money for sleeping. And, and, and that, to me, just, I don't get often triggered by things on the internet. But I watched, like, two of these stupid streams of people sleeping for about five minutes you're contributing it, to the problem. I'm not donating anything, right? But I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe they get up and they do something, but they don't. It, I'm honestly convinced that either A, they have noise-proof headphones on, or B, they're just literally playing a pre-record. Like, I record myself sleeping once, and then I just replay the stream, and these people are like, oh, yeah. take, take my money. I just needed to get that off my chest and vocalize it on a platform. Please, please don't give your money to people just for sleeping. If you, like... It's worse than simping, I think. I really do. I think it's worse than, like, donating money to people just because you find them attractive. I think it's worse because at least your your end game is like, oh, I mean, I, I don't know. They'll like me because I gave them money. Like, that's weird and problematic, but, like, you do you. I'm not calling out, like, half of Twitch's, like, hot tub culture. But, like, my point is donating money to people because they're sleeping is stupid. And I will do it. If anyone is interested in donating to me for sleeping, let me know. I will set up a stream. I will lay in bed, and I will do the podcast just live, just sleeping. All right? That'll be an uncharted horizon. Okay? Anyway, that's I just I just wanted to get that out there because it's been bothering me, and I thought it was a, like an onion thing or like a bit, and it's not. It's true. It's a thing real people are doing. So, yeah, stop it and, and get some help maybe if you're giving money to people. Stop it. Okay. That was a loud bump you just made there, my friend. All right. Yeah, I dropped my phone. That getting uh, that that out of the way again. Don't donate your money to people that are sleeping, um, unless it's like the Sandman, I guess. Um, let's jump into the game awards because that's really what we're talking about today. And, Finally. Uh, oh, it's been two minutes. Relax. Can we discuss? Your speech was longer than Chris Judge's. Oh my God, that is 
hurtful and untrue. Lord Rachapa said, as Michael, Michael Jordan once said, stop it, get some help. That's actually the bit I was referencing that stop meme. It. Stop it. Get some get help. Get some help. Um, all right. Anyway, so we're going to jump into the actual Game Awards stuff now. I just I had to get that off my chest. It was bothering me immensely. So, yeah, uh, Nicole did a great job making a big, like, like mock-up in our pre-show discussion here of, like, pretty much everything um, that happened. So kudos to her for that because this is what I'm referencing to, like, remember some of the stuff. And, uh, yeah, she did a lot of the, the hard work on that. So that in mind, and obviously given that you have plenty to say, why don't you go ahead and, and kick us off and I'll kind of follow Yeah, do you want to take here. these every other? Just so we can announce for things. the categories. Is that what we're gonna do first? Oh no, the announcements. You want to do the announcements first? Okay, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. We can do the announcements, and then we can kind of. So I think maybe the best way to do this, in terms of like breaking down the content, is we'll go through the announcements, we'll go through the award winners, and then we'll talk about game of the year, and then we can kind of you know expand mm. upon some of the announcement stuff or games that we're personally looking forward to. You know what I mean? Give everybody a bit of a rundown of what was announced, and then we can kind of go through it. So yeah, uh, that's fine. Um. So, yeah, let's. Sh- I'm just going to work in order on your list then. Yeah, do you want me to go first? Yeah, because I have every no other, idea. You'll get, you'll get your yeah. big announcement. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, so the first thing they announced, I believe this was in the pre-show, um, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC coming out quarter one of 2023, which is kind of crazy. I was watching that trailer, and I recognized the little de- Dead Cells dude. I don't think I've played this one. I was like, I think it's that that character and then like people fucking went wild when you saw the little castlevania vampire man um and yeah i guess they have some crossover dlc so that's pretty cool yeah i'm gonna be honest you play dead no i was just i was just um looking it up just to familiarize myself with what it was because i think i might have missed this argument i don't know too much about dead cells or what it is um i was intrigued by castlevania um and that looks cool and it's cool to see the the shots of those characters but i don't honestly i really don't know much about dead cells at all um mm. it's a rogue it's great i'm pretty sure it's a roguelike yeah hmm. brian said i love dead or he said dead sales is awesome um i don't know it's a 2d action is it a 2d or a 3d i don't know i was reading a quick article that sort of 2D. announced it but all right yeah no i i don't i'm not super familiar with dead cells but it seems neat and i was just looking through the trailer pretty quick i do really like the uh the animation style and i missed that no the, the trailer so. they did was sick yeah, yeah it was really a really cool, cool trailer that is, um, that is awesome. Yeah. If it were, if we, you know, if it, if it were faster or there were less big titles, I would have loved to play the trailers for everybody, like as we go through them. But there's just so many, many. we don't have the time. <laughs> um, otherwise, but I do recommend, you know, you get they're all on YouTube. So if people want to see the trailers or any of the stuff we talk about intrigues you, then definitely take a look at it because there's a lot of cool stuff and a few trailers that are definitely worth um, mentioning. So yeah, Dead Cells. Again, I'm not familiar with it. I'm intrigued by the Castlevania thing, and I do like Road Light, so maybe I'll check it out uh, at some point and keep it mm. on the uh, on the watch list. Uh, the next one we got Returnal, which is going to be coming to PC. Now this was uh, this was a PS5 exclusive, right? When it came out, am I yep. wrong on that? Okay, so I know when it came out, and that that's almost a roguelike type game as well, I believe, at least right. in structure. Um, I did play it a little. My my friend got it a while, like when it first came out, and he liked it. And my roommate also played it. He did not. Um, he very much did not like it. Found it very difficult. I do recall once. I think he threw it was it, hard, but I think he threw it halfway across the room at one point. Uh, like put mm. it in the case and hurled it across the room. Um, but Returnal is coming to PC. Um, another title that we're seeing, like we saw with um, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, and I think there's a couple others. I'm, Last of Us. Well, yeah, I didn't know if that was going to be after, but yeah, Last of Us Part One is also going to be coming to PC. That was announced yesterday as well. Um, uh, okay. If you have a top level like PC, I think that might look incredible just based on the trailers of the show and the the upgrades, the graphical upgrades. I do think that's probably going to be one that um 
especially on high performing uh, cards is going to look really, really good. I hope, I mean, it's still overpriced. It's still $70 game, which is insane, but um, yeah. So Returnal and Last of Us Part 1 coming to PC in both in early 2023, right? I think that was pretty much what they probably, said. Probably, yeah. I don't know if there was a date, but I wouldn't see that taking that long. No, I gotta imagine they've probably been working on it for a while if they're announcing it already. Yeah. So. All right. The next announcement was Horizon Call of the Mountain VR, which was previously announced. We knew it was coming we got a date this time, February 23rd, 2023. Um, looks really cool. I didn't pre-order a PSVR, so I don't know when I'll get to play it. But um, yeah, you use a bow and you, <laughs> you fight monsters in VR and it looks sick. Um, knowing Sony, it's going to be visually impressive as far as a VR game, as far as like you can't really make that super uh, like hyper-realistic like the games these days. But um, no, yeah, looks cool. Um, it doesn't follow Aloy. You're like playing as somebody else. So I eventually would want to play that, but when I'll get the chance to. I uh I can't say VR does a ton for me personally. I know a lot of people like it. I know they showed a lot of ads for the Meta Quest last night, as well as PSVR two, among other things. Um, and there's a couple other games they showed that I I don't know. Maybe we have them on the list. Maybe we don't. I, but there were a few. There was one VR game, Frost something or other. I think it was called Frostbane or whatever. And it, it's a VR only, and it looked really neat. It was almost like a, mm -hmm. um, almost had the aesthetic of a Souls game. But no, I mean, more Horizon content is cool. That's on my short list of games to play, um, both you know, Zero Dawn and the other. Um, my dad's actively playing through the second one right now, and he said the story's great, and he loves it. And obviously, you've had plenty of good things to say about it. I haven't really, no, I never heard anyone say anything bad about Horizon, so it's definitely one I want to play. I, yeah, as you know, like, I don't love open world too much, so I'm not looking to, like, spend 100 hours on the game, but I, you know, probably play through the story. You can mainline elements. it. Yeah, I think that would yeah. probably be the approach that I would take, just because sometimes, you know, especially when you're talking about a game like that, it's the same thing with Red Dead Redemption 2, like, you know, it's just, like, it's a great title, but I don't need to sit there and play, I don't need to, like, you know, trim my mustache in the game, like, it's just a little bit too much for me, so Horizon Call of the Mountain VR, alright, so... Guys, if you know me and have watched any of the previous shows, you're going to know that I am beyond ecstatic for this. And I'll be, just to set the scene, Hades 2, and you heard that right, it is a direct sequel to the first one. Supergiant has never made a sequel to another game before. This is literally the first time they've ever made a sequel, and they've actually been notoriously known for not making sequels. Typically what they've done with their games is they'll take elements of previous games and use bits and pieces of them in a new one, so... I played through Hades. It is in my top five video games of all time. I think it's just a game that everybody should play. Even if you don't like Roadlights, I think it's a game you should play and give a chance. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I think it's worth your time to at least try. Um, and when I saw this trailer, I'm like, oh, okay, you can see a little bit of the inspiration from Hades. Maybe they're building on something. And then you hear the music. And then you hear the, the chords, you know, from the intro to Hades. And as it goes along, I'm like, wait, there's no way they're making a Hades 2, right? Like, if you guys were watching the stream last night, I freaked out when they announced this. I was like, holy shit. And it looks like you're playing as a new female character whose name is Melano or Melanie. I don't know if it's pronounced Melanie or Melano. Um, she's actually Zagreus' sister. Um, and this is a direct sequel that is set right after the first one ends. So... Long story short, I am pumped for this. This was the peak of the Game Awards for me. I just... I. I can't say enough how good of a game Hades really is. And obviously, like, it sold over a million copies, so I'm not shocked they made a sequel. Um, it's just no one knows what to expect because they haven't done this before. And it's smart to capitalize on it. And I think as long as they stay true to what made Hades a success while giving this game its own little bit of maybe uniqueness or 
the story was good too. Like, especially for a roguelite. I mean, the story develops as you go along and it was really interesting. So Hades 2, I am ecstatic. Um, it says it's going to have early access on Steam and the Epic Store in 2023. No idea on a release date yet, but it is geared to come out on everything at some point. Um, I'm imagining that they'll put more details out there, but yeah, I am, I am beyond pumped for this. And I definitely recommend if you guys see this trailer, have any interest, check out the first Hades. It's mm. super cheap. Like it's, it's even on the best quality it's on like, sale on PlayStation, like 20 bucks. So, um, and Lord Rechapa said, yeah, I tried it, didn't do it price. for me. And that's fine. Oh. Honestly, the fact that you tried it, like, that's all I would ask of people like a game like that. Like not everyone's going to love it, but it is, it is beyond good for its genre and i would go as far as to say personally i think it's the best roguelite of all time i know a lot of people are big fans of binding of isaac and you could go back and forth and have those debates at another time but yeah hades 2 i it peaked for me there there is other stuff that came up that did excite me but that one i'm just like yep like <laughs> i'm in give me you know inject it directly into my bloodstream and i cannot <laughs> wait for that to come out yeah, that was that was very hype for me too. I haven't rolled credits on Hades, but I've played it twice on two different systems and I have a fucking blast every time. So I do want to go back and actually roll credits on that game because it's it's such a good mix. It's a great roguelite. The art style is fucking great. Um the Greek stuff is also great. Like they just have like the dopest character designs for the Greek gods and goddesses and stuff and yeah, the dialogue's all everything's great about the game. Um, it was very exciting. As soon as I saw Zagreus's little like headband leaf thing, I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" I was like, "They're just doing more Hades." I was like, "That's that's all you can ask for." Is you don't have to make something so different just because it's a sequel. Like it's okay to take what worked about your first game and just continue on that. And that's exactly what they're doing. Plus, now we have like this cool witch person. So like <laughs> even better. I yeah, I'm definitely agree. looking forward to that one. I very much agree with you, and I just thought seeing Hades all like tied up and or like ca captured in the. I think that was Chronos. Maybe was it? Okay, I have to. Re I've watched the trailer because, like, three times. I thought they were showing. Yeah, the, the, the like him. the main thing they're trying to get to is Chronos, like the god, the of, god time. of time. And then like when they, sh I thought it was Hades at first too, but then she was like, "I'm coming for you, father," or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's how I read it. Like maybe uh, Hades had been like captured or something. Either way, it really doesn't matter. You look old as fuck though. Like what happens to Hades in this game? I'm unaware of. I don't know. Hades is pretty old. He had like, like he had like old hair. Old, right? He looked. He was like beefy. I don't know. I don't know. It could have been him. I just I thought I thought it was Kronos because they like were talking about Kronos when possible. they showed it. It also could have been a mislead. I don't know. I just think you're absolutely right. Um making a sequel makes sense i just given their history of literally never doing it i just didn't think they were going to do it and i'm so so pumped that they are so hopefully it it's good i mean i they have overwhelming benefit of the doubt in my opinion um we've obviously seen some games that are really successful to get a sequel and the sequel doesn't quite live up but uh something tells me this one's gonna be uh, a hell of a good time <laughs> <laughs> all right the next game um they announced bayonetta origins which is coming out on may 17th weird it was weird i could i was like why are we getting more bayonetta like bayonetta 3 just came out but then it ended up being this weird art style origins game and it has a, it has a full title i didn't write down for some reason so that might be a new series they're starting but yeah i have no interest in bayonetta in any capacity i just included it because i know some people do <laughs> Yeah, I have the actual graphic for that one up on the screen. It's called Cereza and the Lost Demon. Uh, that's like mm. the subtitle of the game. I don't doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know what that is indicating, but that's what that's called. Um, it doesn't look or play anything like the other Bayonetta games. Like it's 
it looks almost like an RPG-esque. Like a, the art style is very different. Watch the trailer for yourself and then look at footage of another one. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, I know some of my friends are pretty excited about it. I think it's not necessarily... It's a prequel, I think, in terms of the Bayonetta stories. I'm, I'm thinking especially with the Origins part of it. Um, but people who are more into Bayonetta might know. I do own the first game, and I it's one that at some point I would like to play. Um, but it's not a priority for me or anything like that. So, yeah, I, honestly, I'm happy for people that are pumped about this one. But, yeah, Cereza, Cereza and the Lost Demon is the uh, the subtitle of that, but Bayonetta Origins is what it's actually called. So that is a good one. Oops, sorry Next. about that. I just completely froze because I was trying to update the thing, <laughs> and it didn't. I lost my, my second. For, uh, Lord of Chaffa said, I do think Bayonetta Origins looks interesting, but it's going to be a skip for me. Yeah, I mean, some yeah. people might say that, and, and it's it could very easily be cheap at some point, too, so um, we'll have to see what happens. All right, so next up is Party Animals. Um, I feel like they showed something about this at E3 last year as well, So because I, I remember it the... Familiar. Yeah, it, like, it, it struck me as familiar. It kind of looks like Gang Beasts, which is another game, and um, I've never played Gang Beasts, but I know it's on Game Pass, or was on it's Game Pass so for a good. while. Um, this game, Party Animals, looks very goofy and funny, and they... they I mean... I don't know how you'd even really describe it, like a melee-type game where you just play as, like, goofy animated stuffed animals or animals in general. Um, the trailer was, like, quirky, and it was it was fine. Um, and it does look aesthetically very nice. Yeah, Lord Rachafa just said that. Brian said in the comments, this looks like a more fun gang beast. But, yeah, it does look like that. And it comes out um, in early 2023, and it'll be on Steam and Xbox. So it looks like, yeah, it's going to be a physics-based game, kind of like a beat-em-up party game type thing um and that seems to it's be so fun i'm just assuming from how gang beast was that's not something i would recommend playing by yourself i'm sure you could but it's gonna be a lot more fun like couch co-op people in the room i'm sure online party was really fun too but no yeah there's something <laughs> hilarious about being in person and like screaming at each other while you like hoist someone's character over your head and fucking throw them off a airplane it's yeah it's a great time and it's one of those games where it's like the physics makes sense but they also don't so you're like what the fuck is going on yeah they're, they're, it's, it's a lot of fun if you haven't played gang beast and you want to like check out a game like that definitely definitely check that out yeah it definitely looks really cool and um <clears throat> doesn't necessarily look like a game that's going to maintain a super high price point for a long time so i'm, I'm intrigued and uh you know we're, uh, I'm always looking for fun multiplayer games, whether to play with friends or eventually for us to do some kind of co-op stream or something, playing a, a party game with people could be fun. So, uh, yeah, that one comes out in uh, early 2023. So, Yep. All right, and now we have Jedi Survivor. So we knew this game was announced. Um, it got, like, leaked months ago and then officially announced, and then now we got the first, like, longer trailer with gameplay. Um, it started off really fucking cool. They had actually on stage a bakta tank with like a person in it obviously probably like a dummy but really cool set piece um they go into the trailer we see fucking the coolest shit ever if you play jedi fallen order you know what to expect but we got to see cal dual wielding so before you couldn't dual wield unless they were both like the double sabers but now you can just like straight up dual wield two sabers um he pulls out a kylo ren style hilt with like the dual um cross guard that's what it's called and kylo ren wasn't the first one to use it i'd love to talk more about it on twitter if you guys care at all about that lightsaber but yeah really cool seeing that ignite 
Um, it's set five years. Oh, no. The first game was set five years after Clone Wars. So this is set ten years after Clone Wars, which puts it in, like, the solo Obi-Wan Kenobi show era, which is really exciting because I was... If you watch the show, I was like, are we going to see Cal here? Um, but yeah, really cool trailer. They showed us more of his combat. He's going to be able to switch stances in this game. Um, obviously more characters. And with a five-year time jump like that, I think there's going to be a lot of gaps we're going to fill in with where he is with his friends and stuff where he left off in the first game. Um, and then, yeah, of course, uh, Cam Monaghan, Cam Monahue. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He came on stage dressed like a Jedi with his lightsaber. It was just really cool. Magical moment for me. Yeah, there were a lot of people uh, uh, very excited on Twitter about the whole aesthetic of that guy. Um, there's a whole subsection of Twitter just having a good time with his uh, with his appearance in the game and his glow up, if you will. Um, I do have to say it looks nice, and I definitely um, want to play Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I've oh, heard it described you need to. as a sort of like a Star Wars Souls game esque kind yeah. of like thing which to me is like oh okay that's right up my alley um i will say like i mentioned earlier i have a little bit of a short list quote unquote i think i finished sonic frontiers so i'm probably gonna play um yakuza zero next and then because my friends have been asking me to play that for a long time it's a you know apparently a phenomenal game so that's that's next up i think um i'm on the fence about how i'm gonna feel about it so i i said i'd give it a certain amount of my time give it a, a fair chance to see whether or not I am in, into it or not. If I like it, I'll keep playing it. If not, I'll you'll like it. Else, but oh, Yakuza, Yakuza or Jedi? Yeah, Yakuza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll like Jedi. Jedi is very much, obviously, it's like Baby Souls, but it has the campfire type system, and the boss fights are very Souls. It was like my first Souls game, if you want to call it that, and I was getting my ass kicked by some of those bosses, but it was a good time. <laughs> well, that explains why you want the accessibility thing so much um well i was able to finish fallen order and the story was better fair hey isaac just said he's going to be going back to elden ring and trying to beat melania and finish the uh the last of the bosses so if you guys like elden ring uh isaac's a longtime supporter of the channel good friend of us uh check him out on twitch it's at esamea e-s-a-m-e-a sounded out like what mario would say um he's gonna be streaming elden ring and uh check him out he had a Isaac got a sponsored stream the other day i think it was like g fuel or uh genshin impact or something i saw it on twitter i was like Bro, where Genshin? Imp- call me Genshin. I mean, I should talk to you for half the show last night, but call me. We'll, I'll, I'll swallow my pride. We'll, we'll do a Genshin Impact. Brian said, Nicole, did you fight the frog? I did fight the frog, and it was a terrible experience. I have a love-hate relationship with that game. It's like everything I want in a Star Wars game, but then I have to <laughs> every so often get my ass kicked, but it, it's worth it. I have no context to the frog. But oh, I-, I didn't say the date of this game, did I? I, I don't think I did. It's uh, March 17th, which is also the date of Bayonetta, but who cares about that? March 17th, so it's so soon, and I'm definitely getting the Deluxe Edition, which comes with, like, a Luke um, outfit, and I think Blaster, and then pre-ordering, you get, like, an Obi-Wan skin, like, sign me up. Just to clarify, it is actually not the same date as Bayonetta. Bayonetta releases May 17th, 2023, so if anybody was, like, Oh, yeah, M's. Yeah, close enough. I lied, I'm so sorry. Um, The M's got me. Uh, yeah, no, I, I get it. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I know, I knew you were going to be pumped about that. I feel like that was probably your Hades for me, like, just to kind of get to see all of it. I still, yeah, I really loved about. Hades, even though yeah. I didn't finish it. But, yeah, yeah this is, for it already being announced, like, f- for something you already knew about, this would probably be my top one. Which makes complete sense. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Jedi Survivor, May 17th, 2023 is when that comes out, and, uh, you guys be pretty pumped about it. 
uh, for sure. So let's move on to the next one, which I got to be honest, I mean this in the most respectful way. I just don't care. So it's called Earthblade, and it comes out in 2024. It, it definitely has a bit of a Hollow Knight aesthetic. It's like a somewhat depressing, somber platformer made by the same people who made Celeste. I saw the trailer last night, and I'm like, this looks good. Like, it doesn't look bad. I just, I don't particularly care for another sad, depressing 2D platform. I don't think it's sad or depressing, though. Not so, I don't so think I, we got that from the, the from the thing. Like, Celeste is, like, critically acclaimed, and people fucking love that game. So this is pretty much their Hades 2 without it being Celeste 2. Um, but obviously with a little bit... They, I, think they, I don't think Celeste had combat in the way that Earth, Earthblade does. So it's, like, took the Hollow Knight traversing and, like, the 2D platformer thing and, like, added some... Uh, the art, they have the Celeste art style, which is, like, fucking gorgeous. Mm -hmm. um, we know obviously very little beyond that, but I remember, I never finished Celeste, but I remember hearing that, like, the story was somehow one of, like, the best parts of that, which is interesting, because the very short I played, I was like, there's a story here? <laughs> so it must be something that comes later. Yeah, I should clarify, I'm not saying anything negative about the game. My indifference is not a dislike, I just, it didn't do anything for me. I was like, oh, okay. Fair. And And also, just to be fair... When I say depressing, it's not the right word. It, it had a somber tone to it, right? Like you had a, a kind of like a low, a more mellow music. It's underground. It sort of had a lot of Hollow Knight vibes, but honestly, it doesn't have the same. Hollow Knight, in my opinion, is one of the most beautiful. Like the art style and visualization of Hollow Knight is is very limited in terms of competition in its genre. I think it looks really good. But there's gonna be people out there that are pumped about this, and it's not a sequel to Celeste, right? It's um. It's no, it's just, just made by thing. the same people, right? Yeah, so um, Earthblade 2024, I mean, it's all, all, at least a year away, probably more. I don't know. They didn't really specify when in 2024. Yeah, lo-fi. A couple of people pointed out in the chat. I think that's the term I'm looking for. Like, it's a lo-fi music. It's kind of like chill out. It's sort of like a, a lower mood. I don't know. It's not a bad thing. It just didn't, like, I didn't see it, and I was like, boom, this is crazy. I was like, oh, okay, like, cool. There's going to be an audience for that, right? But it's just not me. So, um, gotcha. it seems neat. If it's good, it's good. I've heard nothing but good things about Celeste. I know it's apparently considered a really, really good game in general. So, I'm pumped for everybody that's looking forward to this. I just uh, wanted to preface it by nice. saying, I'm not interested. I don't know. Watch the trailer. Make it, make the uh, consensus for yourself and see what you think. Because you might well like it. So. Yeah. And I think our the next, next game, announcement. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, they, uh, they got Kojima on stage. Jeff was introducing them. And I forget what word he said. He said, like a visionary or something and i was like it's kojima of course it was kojima we got the trailer for death stranding 2 and not only the trailer was the announcement for death stranding 2 so this was previously obviously talked about norman Reedus had like said something a year ago about working on death stranding again so people knew it was coming but to get official confirmation was huge for people that were kojima fans or just fans of death stranding um the trailer was really cool i love the idea of this game and of death stranding 1 could not play Death Stranding 1. I got so bored. Mm -hmm. I do really want to give it another go because people that do finish it have like nothing but praise and Kojima's brain is just amazing. Um, BB, I would die for BB. And it seems like from this trailer that BB like survives and grows up. So I've got to see what that's about. But yeah, they obviously got Norman Reedus back. They got like most of the major cast back. And I don't think they had a date for this. I think it was just like, hey, this exists, exists. which is still a very good announcement on its own. Yeah. Um, I just don't 
I don't care. Um, and I don't mean I don't care what you're saying. I mean, Death Stranding 1, I, I've played it. Not I didn't finish it, um, but I have played it. I've experienced it. It is visually breathtaking. It's a game. I can absolutely <laughs> see why people like it. It's a very relaxing kind of you just play. You take in the elements. You take in the story. You know, it. It. it's basically like a movie that you have to walk from point A to point B to get to. I've Which it- I usually like. I love walking sims, but there was something very bleak and just, like, boring. And it's something else might have came out, but I d- just did not keep my attention. It's the length of it, though, right? Like, the game is also that really too. long. So it's not like There's, Journey, like, a two-hour like cutscene Journey- at the end or something. Which is, I mean, that's okay. Like, I mean, from a storytelling perspective, I'm sure it does a lot of things right. And the actual visual, like, I've seen the way the, the characters look, the way the, the, the atmosphere looks. Like, it is remarkably well done and it's it's unique and isaac just said in the comments kojima has always been so odd in that sense and it's true he is he's got like his own quirks you've seen it in silent hill you've seen it in other things where he's just got he's a little all over the place you know i don't i didn't play enough of death stranding one to really like take it into that extent but you had the big sky whales the big fucking black sky whales and the blobs and shit like it's weird it's all over the place but i i mean i was thinking when they first brought him out that we might get a metal gear announcement and and i know he had he's worked on silent hill in the past but we we know we're getting new silent hill games right they already showed that and i don't think he has anything to do with those new ones so you know it, it he does brian said he does new stuff every game you have to give him that yeah i mean the dude is definitely a visionary when it comes to games and he has a great mind for it um i almost wonder if maybe he would benefit from somebody to rain him in at times or like bounce ideas off of not somebody who tells him yes or no but somebody who like maybe filters his ideas so that things are a little bit more refined if that makes sense maybe it does maybe it doesn't but hmm. death Stranding 2 again it just was boring to me it doesn't mean i don't appreciate what it was and people that liked it i mean again power to you i just again i was hoping it was going to be a new title and then as soon as you see the little strands come down in the background i'm like oh they're making a sequel to death stranding like cool i guess like Kojima's not going to make another game for another three years now. So, like, and although he did say, yeah. he said he had he's a working on an project, Xbox right? game, right? He did say he had something in the works. I, there was no. He detail. already announced that he's working with Xbox on a game. Okay, they yeah they. So it's something. that it's this and probably something else. So he's he's working on like at least two confirmed things. I'd really like to see him delve back into the horror game aspect of like make make some level of. Horror. I'm sure that's coming. I think he might be doing that with. Our, I forget what he announced for Xbox, but Brian in the chat said, "Don't give it another go. You saw all you needed to." <laughs> yeah, and then he also said, "I'm entirely different in Death Stranding too. If there's less delivery, then I'm in." Yeah, I would have loved. I would have loved watching that just like straight up as a movie, or yeah, cut down like ninety percent of the delivery. Maybe if it was somewhere cool, but it was literally just like green fields. Nothing else, like mountains, and like, I don't know, and like, rain that hurts you, which (laughs) sounds cool, but if it was like a more, uh, like, hallway experience, I probably would have enjoyed it more. I do, I do want to give it a fair shot, because it's one of my friends, like, favorite games, but we'll see. I have lots of things to play before I give that another try. Agreed. Isaac did just clarify in the chat that he dropped fried rice on his cat, um, so. I'm sure they love that. I mean, I, I don't know. Was it like a full a full like bushel? Like I don't know what happened. I just the whole like a whole rice. thing. Like you eating the fried rice, you're like whoa. You know what I mean? Like they eat weird stuff over there. Probably got potatoes and jiffy corn in the fried rice over there. Um, that's some weird Iowan culture stuff, you know. 
Um, but anyway, De- Death Stranding Two. Why can't anyone drop fried rice on me, Lord Rachafa said? I, is that a kink thing, or are you just hungry? Like I don't know. I, I'm just whatever. You know, you do you. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Death Stranding Two in the works. We don't really have any other details other than that at the moment. So I guess when that time comes, and when we do get more details, we will address them. Uh, so I'm gonna mispronounce this. Immortals of Avium. Uh, is that, does that sound right to you? Avium? Avium? Yeah, sure. Uh, it is coming out in 2023. It is a single-player, first-person shooter based on magic, like using magic, and it's made with Unreal Engine 5. It, I have to say, it looked really cool. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I didn't see enough of it to, like, like, they didn't show enough of it to, like, really say anything, because Callisto Protocol looked really cool, and by all accounts, it's True. subpar. I mean, decent, but, like, not what we thought it was going to be. Um, so, I mean, it looks neat. It's got a a really cool, like, overworld. There's dungeons, and there's dragons, and there's monsters, and, uh, it looks neat. I'm really excited to see what more comes out of it. I'm just reading the notes that that we had gone through prior to the show. I don't know if we caught who the developers were for that. Do you have any idea? No, (laughs) but it does look really cool. I also was like... I was like single player, and I was like, and a magic shooter, whatever they showed. I was, oh yeah, I was like, hmm. I was like, all right, I'll keep my eye on that one. But like you said, we'll obviously see more uh, in the coming year or not. Yeah. So I did just clarify. I did a quick Google search. It is actually being developed by Ascendant Studios and EA Originals. And I remember this now right. because I was a tad concerned. I think I tweeted about it last night. Seeing EA's name attached to something does not inspire confidence. EA's, in me. No, EA's originals are just like, oh, hey, you're making a game for us. Like, we're putting our name on it. Yeah. And they'll probably have nothing to do with it. their name on it. With how they ruined Battlefront 2 when it first came out and made everything paywally and stuff, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. It's hard to trust EA. I mean, maybe this other company will kind of keep them in balance. And it's, it's priding itself, it's advertising itself as a game that's focused on a cinematic style campaign with the FPS type thing. So we will see what exactly that means and what it, uh, what mm-hmm. it means. the trailer was relatively short. I recommend checking it out. If you guys, um, say, I think I retweeted it last night. That might've been one of the ones I retweeted, um, on Twitter, but yeah, check it out. I mean, it, there are more details to come and we'll see what happens. It is created by the guy who the first, the creative director of the first dead space. So that's, you know, something that kind of inspires confidence. And uh, it does say, yeah, the creative director of the first Dead Space and multiple Call of Duty campaigns, which that could be Those good are or pretty bad. good. Modern Warfare 1. Well, for the shooter aspect, then they've got that nailed. Yeah, but that's the, cre- well, that's the creative guys, right? So maybe they're writing the story. I mean, I, there's a lot of different things that could go on to it. Modern Warfare 1 and 2 had some fantastic campaigns. So who knows, man, I guess. We'll see. But yeah, Immortals of Avum. It is uh, Senate Studios and EA Originals. It will be in 2023 at some point on PS5, Xbox, and PC. Thank God it is not last gen. It is current gen only. So there's not going to be this weird, like, disconnecting quality. It is exclusive. There's been a a lot of the announcements yesterday where next gen or current gen only which was nice to yes. see finally like moving just, away i feel bad for people that don't have them and i don't even have a ps5 but no, I'm not playstations are readily readily in stock now it's yeah. not a problem anymore i mean they're not super cheap i understand some people are on a budget it's not always feasible but in general like it's actively hurting the quality of some of these games that they have to they have to like like narrow things down for hmm. older gens and i just think it's better to just let's just bite the bullet let's just move on and it is on pc it will be on pc so you, you know you get a pc you build a p you know what i mean pc's you know master master performance right there so yeah immortals of avum avium however you want to pronounce it 
the next game is Diablo 4, which I'm like 99% sure we, it was already announced and that we've got trailers for. Um, but we did get a release date of June 6th, which is exciting. And we got a little show from Halsey, which was nice. I knew it was her, right? So as soon as I saw her silhouette, my friends were like, what? Yeah, it was Halsey. But yeah, um, game looks cool. I like the premise a lot, but the Diablo games are just eh for me. I'd rather play like a million other things, but I like the premise of them, but just not my type of game. Yeah, um, Diablo 3 was excellent. Um, I never played the other ones. Diablo 3 was great. My roommate is wicked excited about it, um, and one of my good friends is also pretty excited about it. I know there's a lot of people that like it. This was the first trailer we've gotten, I believe, for it, actually. So we knew it was going to be a thing, but this is the first actual trailer they've released. I think we've seen like a few cinematic trailers, because I remember seeing Lilith like eight times. Maybe, unless you're thinking of Diablo Immortals, which was the mobile game they did last year that they had done some cinematic trailers for. But either way... We've I definitely mean, spent at least one, because we, we see, like, Lilith and her throne. I don't know. We see her. She's Brian, a cool character in general. Brian wants to know why you hate fun, by the way. Um, I love fun. I just There's a million other games, you know, that are better than Diablo. Diablo's a really fun game to play with friends, especially if you get a party of four, you go through and, and play. Um, it's definitely one I know a lot of people are really excited about. Um... Is it a day one purchase for me? Probably not. Will I get it? Probably. Um, that could be... Uh, I mean, that's just that's a long-ass time in the making, right? So people are excited about that. Blizzard's gone through so much crap, and 99% of it was well-deserved because they were just a shitty run, shittily run company with a terrible culture. But it's good to see that at least the focus is now back on, you know, getting games out and hopefully, hopefully whatever they went through and all that crap isn't going to negatively impact the game that some people have been looking forward to for a very long time. So... Yeah, Diablo 4. I'm sorry, did you say the release date? I don't mean to like I did. repeat what you already said. Okay, so I yeah, did. that's um, that's June. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right, because it comes out on the 6th of June. So 6-6. Six, six. Haha, it's the devil number. Um, so yeah, Diablo 4. Um, people are going to be pumped about that one for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so next up in terms of covering announcements, we've got um, Horizon Forbidden West. It is a DLC. It is called the Burning Shores DLC. Um, it releases in April of 2023, April 19th is the exact day. Obviously, as I've established multiple times, I have not yet played the Horizon games. However, I saw the beginning and I obviously see, um, Aloy on the, the, the glider or whatever. And, and I'm like, are they making a new Horizon already? I feel like Forbidden West just came out last year. Like it's been, you know, barely any time. And then, you know, you, you get to, she knocks down the Hollywood sign. It seems like it takes place in Los Angeles um i thought that horizon was set in like a fantasy world with no real connection no. or relation to you know the real world i shall not elaborate but no it okay. is very much in the real world fair enough it's a very um, big part of the story <laughs> okay well that's interesting because when i saw it i'm like what the hell why is there a hollywood sign i thought this was like a fantasy world type thing so okay that's you know well, horizon forbidden west they're in the yeah, west I, this time i mean not to be that guy but you could have a west anywhere right <laughs> you know what i well, mean we if have you the played West. the first game, yeah, it's very much west of where we start. We <laughs> live on a giant continent, continent made of cotton candy, and there's still a western section of that continent. Like it doesn't necessarily nah. mean. You'll, but... I'll be interested to see if you figure out where you are in the first game, because that was a fun thing for people to fight, figure out or realize, I should say. But yeah, you kind of got that view that you were very much on Earth <laughs> in You're... like a semi-modern day. Okay. It, I would never yeah. have guessed that in a million years. Brian said, you need to play and understand the horizon. Yeah. It's, burning shores. it's such a good story. The first the first game story is so fantastic. And two just builds upon it, but it's the first game that really shines. 
but yeah burning shores is dope um they talk they reference it a few times in forbidden west like i think they either call it the burning shores or like you hear about some hostile whatever but very cool because there's no volcanoes anywhere else in the game currently so going to that you know you're gonna get some fucked up machines that are gonna burn my ass um yeah and at the end there it looks like one of the horuses wake up which is kind of wild because they're fucking terrible machines and we've never fought one before so if that's where this is heading it's gonna it's gonna be a good fight but the um i can't think of what it's called right now the dlc for the first game was a lot of fun it brought you to a completely different area new machines expanded on a different branch of the story because (laughs) where forbidden west ends off you're like why are we doing this right now but um the first one made it make sense so i'm sure this one will too and it's just exciting to dive back into that game fair enough i don't know anything about the horses but whatever you're talking about horses whatever works um yeah horizon so you're oh my god there's so many announcements all right this one was pretty cool it's called banishers ghost of new eden and it's coming out the end of 2023. So uh, this was developed or produced, I don't know, by Focus Entertainment. And they did a lot of stuff during the show. They kept seeing their logo. Um, and Don't Nod, which if you haven't heard of them, they're the people that do Life is Strange. Um, but this game's an action RPG, which is different for Don't Nod. Because as you know, in Life is Strange, there's definitely gameplay, but none of it's ever been action. Um but in true Don't Nod fashion, there's going to be challenging decisions that the, affect the game. But then also there's some action in there in our, that we haven't seen yet. But really cool premise. You're like alive with like your dead ghost partner, like solving mysteries. Um, and that's really all we saw about it. But I'm definitely intrigued. I love Don't Nod's games. Um, and yeah, this is definitely going to be on my watch list. Yeah, it looks neat. I like Life is Strange a lot. I thought the first Life is Strange was really good. Um, I didn't really... Like, those characters were really cool, and I kind of connected with them from, like, playing through the story. I didn't really care about the other ones when there really wasn't, like, the same characters, but I know those games were well-received. And again, Life is Strange is pretty heavily a story game, too, right? It's like a movie, but it's, you know, you got some elements of walking around, that kind of thing. It's like if Death Stranding wasn't 600 hours long... Um, Mm. so yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, again, I don't feel like I saw enough to have a strong opinion on it one way or another yet, but the studio behind it is pretty, pretty solid. And, uh, there's definitely some, some hype. So we'll keep an eye out and we'll see, uh, what ends up coming of that. Mm -hmm. That is Banishers Ghosts of New Eden. Not sure what happened to old Eden, but I guess, you know, here we are, right? Did I not grab a, a guys? This is, this is the problem. Is I was looking for a graphic for the next game I'm gonna announce, and I guess I didn't grab one, which is just a shame. Uh, so the next one, they brought Crash Bandicoot out on stage in all his <laughs> furry glory. Um, it was not funny. I didn't really care. I don't know what was going on there. It was like three minutes of him like pretending to be in like a Zoom call with some other people. And then I was like, just get to the trailer. I didn't know if they were gonna show like another Crash. I mean, Crash Four came out a couple of years ago, but it's a pretty good game um crash team rumble is what it's called it comes out in 2023 and from what i've seen it's like a mayhem based you play on teams of three or four and you do different challenges against each other like party games i thought it was going to be like a super smash clone type thing where it's like you like fight against each other it doesn't look like that's what they're going for um it feels like maybe like a modern day crash bash but more team oriented um, so no idea if you're going to like be able to play with friends or if it's going to be like you're controlling the team and you can switch between characters or what. Um, I, it, I don't know. It's like, it, 
it's good to see Crash getting new games and new titles, and obviously, like, the last actual mainline Crash game was really good, but this doesn't move my needle at all. No. Um, and Lord Richard said it's basically Super Smash Brothers Crash style. See, I thought so too, but it's apparently not like a combat game. Like, it's not gonna. It didn't seem like no, that. That's, that's what I thought they were gonna go for, but then yeah, they went into like the collecting Wumpa fruit and yeah. that type of gameplay. I don't know if any of you remember Fusion Frenzy. Uh, that's probably before your time, Nicole, because that game came out in like 2004. You were like three. Um, but Fusion Frenzy is like a party game where you like play against each other, and it's like. You just go through a bunch of different mini games. It's like, oh, collect these, do this, get time challenges, and it's really fun for like a short amount of time. It's actually on Game Pass, so it's kind of funny. It doesn't hold up super well, but it's still fun. Um, I thought maybe they might go in this kind of direction with it, where it's like a party game with different objectives. Uh, not enough that we've really seen to. I feel like I've said that for a few things here, right? Because some trailers gave us a lot, some previews we really were able to get a good grasp of what it is, and this was more so like a cinematic that showed a few clips of you know collecting fruits and different challenges. So. Eh? I mean, it'll be twenty dollars yeah. after like eight months, so maybe then I'll revisit it as a possibility if it's fun. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Crash mm. Team Rumble is uh, twenty twenty three. Yep. No official release date. A little underwhelming. And uh, speaking of underwhelming, uh, you're up. <laughs> so they announced Crime Boss Rocky City, which is coming out March twenty eighth. Which March is just getting so packed. Um, no idea what this game is. It kind of looked like GTA, kind of looked like Saints Row. I don't know what it is, but it has a really cool cast. So they started off with Michael Rooker. If you don't know him, he plays Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm sure other things. Uh, Danny Trejo, and also Chuck Norris. Like, I don't know what's going on in this game. It might be like a fun story shooter. Uh, it's like Crime Boss, so you're probably committing crimes and like not a mafia, but like a different gang. I don't know what was going on, but cool cast. Yeah, am I supposed to know who the guy they called the boss was on stage last night? The I guy? don't know who okay. that was. I, the only I, boss I saw was Al Pacino. <laughs> Al Pacino did not look like he wanted to be there. I, I maybe it's just because he's like six hundred and four, so he just kind of like eating something. He was not happy, and Christopher Judge's speech went on for so long, and Al Pacino just had to stand there off to the side, like. Ugh. And I mean, like, I'm sure they paid him a handsome sum to come out and do it. I just thought it was funny. I'm like, Al Pacino's like, yeah, I'm super, I don't play video games, but I like to watch my kid play him. I'm like, all right, Al. Like, all right, that works. But yeah, I didn't know who that guy was. And they were like, oh, the boss. And then there was like discount Conor McGregor was like, oh, you best be excited for this. And I, that whole thing didn't make any sense to me. I didn't know who any of those people were. Um, yeah. This is like Saints Row, basically, is what it strikes me as. I... Saw some people in the chat being like, oh, it's just actually a teaser for a new GTA. Like, what's going on there? And maybe they were just, like, pretending it was something else. And it's not, obviously. Uh, this this is a miss for me. I don't care. I just don't. It just, eh. I mean, the, yeah, the Chuck Norris thing, I got to laugh, you know. Um, Danny Trejo's in everything nowadays. He might be in my closet <laughs> right now. I'm pretty sure that man does cameo appearances for, like, a dollar. Um, but, you know, I yeah, it's... It's just a knockoff Saints Row, probably. And I'm pretty sure a new yeah. Saints Row came out not that long ago. So, I don't know. Maybe just play that. I'll eat my words if I'm wrong and it comes out and everyone's like, yeah, this is great. But right now, I uh, yeah, I don't have that much excitement about it. Nope. 
lastly for our announcements and there are a lot of other games that were announced and dlcs just for the record um so i do recommend you know check that out we'll tweet out a link to the full list so you guys anyone that didn't get a chance to watch or hasn't been on social media hasn't seen them um armored core six fires of rubicon so i was watching with my friends last night after the live stream and they just went crazy for this um this is a FromSoft game. It's not a Souls game. Um, it's more so like a, a shooter where you play as robot and you fight mechs. And I don't really know, or I don't I think you play as a robot. I I started researching the old Armored Core games today because I wanted to get a sense of what they were, so I'd know like whether or not this was like what this was about. Why everyone was so excited about it. Um, the trailer was stunning from a visual perspective, and there seems to be a lot of excitement around this. The last Armored Core game that came out was in like 2012 on PS3, and it was apparently bad. And then before that, you got to go back to like 2008, maybe. So it's been a while, um, and I don't think a lot of people saw this coming. But there's real hype around this, and it's set to release in 2023. So uh, coming off the Crazy. success of Elden Ring, they've got a game on the horizon, different style, but um, it looks visually really cool so far so i don't know if any of that was gameplay like i have no idea what this game is because the last um armored core was like ps1 so like seeing what a modern day armored core is is going to be very interesting hopefully it's something like that everyone can play not in like the difficulty just like what type of genre it is if it's like a very specific weird like mech game or if it's something more interesting to everybody yeah, so I think 2012 was the last Armored Core game that came out. It was the PS3 one. Um, so that's mm -hmm. the last time there's been one. But that game was apparently not very good, so take that for what it's worth. Um, yeah. But yeah, that does it for the announcements. A couple other quick things. I'll just run them off real quick. They announced um, Lords of the Fallen gameplay. They showed some of that for the reboot of that series. Uh, they announced that Genshin Impact... Well, I'm sorry, not Genshin Impact. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, they gave a release window for that. Uh, there's a game called Transformers Reactivate that's going to be coming out. They showed us barely anything about it, uh, so it's really hard to say. But it's a Transformers game, so it's got some interest. Uh, Remnant 2 will be coming out in 2023. And then we've got... Um uh, can't speak today blue protocol which is going to be made by amazon games and that's going to be coming out it's an mmo it looks like genshin impact artistically speaking i don't know what you know maybe that's amazon's answer to competing with that um and then there was a few other things we talked about dead cells valiant heart is coming to mobile and there were a lot of other like smaller titles call of duty's got some raids fire emblem engage is going to have dlc destiny 2 something for among us like there were a lot of smaller things there that i'd recommend checking out because i just know that's not going to be like cyberpunk dlc has idris elba which is very fucking cool yep he is in everything and i don't think we mentioned judas because we kind of just mutually were like we're yeah. not really going to include it on the list this is made by the creator of bioshock there's definitely some anticipation about it and it looks intriguing but the trailer didn't really give me any idea of what it was about and so I mean, other than the fact that it seems like it's narrative-driven and kind of an FPS, we don't know too much. So Judas is another one. And you guys, like I said, can look it up. I'll tweet out the link to the IGN article that recaps everything. Um, but they did show us a lot. So there were a lot of announcements, a lot to look forward to there. And, uh, yeah, let us know. If you're listening to the show later, um, you know, tweet at us at UNCH Podcast on Twitter. Let us know what you're most excited about from this. Uh, we'd love to have some people interacting and talking about upcoming games and stuff. So, yeah uh that's gonna do it for the announcements portion of this nicole do you have anything else you want to add on any announcements before we move on to our next topic here i don't think so yeah i just forgot cyberpunk on there but that's just a dlc yeah and it looks interesting oh i forgot one other thing too they showed more su uh suicide squad kill the justice league and they showed off batman and i 
feel terrible, but I forget the man's name. Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Is that a thing? Yep. Kevin yeah. Conroy. So he sadly passed away this year, but he gets to reprise his role as Batman one more time in that game. So it's pretty cool for fans. Absolutely. I was confused. I thought they were announcing a new Batman game in general at first. I was like, what's going on here? And then I realized that it was the Suicide Squad thing. So it's an interesting one for sure. Um, so we're going to move into just a qu- relatively quick recap of the few categories. Just re- we'll, we'll just go through them and, uh, you know, relatively brief because I know you guys probably watched it and saw some of this already. If you are j- joining us now or didn't catch it at the beginning, at the end of the show, I am going to announce details on our holiday giveaway for the Christmas season as well as some details on our next slate of shows. So stay tuned for that if you're watching live or, or you know. Just don't don't skip to the end. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Don't, why do you do that? Don't do that. Anyway, um, Lord of Chaffin said, we also just got a new trailer for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Which Nicole just read said out that. loud. So did you read his comment or did he just No, I actually didn't. I think, right, so. I, you know, I looked. I must have. I didn't see it until after I said it. I was like, oh. <laughs> yep, yep. So, all right. That's, uh, that was, I don't know if he just didn't hear it. Um, but okay. So winners of some of the more noteworthy categories, uh, we had best performance, um, in a video game and that went to Christopher judge for Kratos in God of war Ragnarok. Uh, he talked quite a while. His speech was the death stranding of the award show without a doubt, but, uh, good for him. Um, and best RPG was Elden ring. So that, uh, Again, you know, great game. Makes sense. It was, was a weak category in my my opinion, except for Elden Ring. Like, I don't think there was any competition for Elden Ring there. For some reason, I thought there was a game that was on yeah, that list. It was like Pokemon Arceus, yes! which is barely an RPG. But, That's... like, RPG? I wouldn't... I don't know. I don't consider it... It is, but I don't know. I feel like Elden Ring's more of an RPG than any of those other games. And the better one of the two, but... Or the five, however many there was. Fair enough. Um, right, yeah, the next too. one is the best mobile game was Marvel Snap, which I found very surprising. I thought Genshin was going to win that. Uh, best indie and debut indie. So this is two separate awards, but both went to Stray, which I was quite happy for. I would have been okay if uh, Stray didn't get best indie because they got best debut indie for being a new studio. But, you know, it did. And if you have the opportunity to play that game, you absolutely should. It's a great use of your time. Uh, best multiplayer went to Splatoon 3. Um, and then, of course, best narrative went to God of War Ragnarok. There was no question there. Yeah, I think... Everyone everyone knows. <laughs> some people wanted Sonic... Uh, not Sonic, sorry. Some people wanted Horizon Forbidden West there. I mean, I guess you could make an argument. No. I don't know. You'd know better than me. But no. God of War Ragnarok also took home a couple other awards. Best Action Adventure. Yeah, I mean, Sure. I, I don't think yeah. it had steep competition. Innovation and accessibility. I actually thought The Last of Us Part 1 had a real shot there because they incorporated a lot of stuff, for, even with the vibrations and all like that stuff. I feel like Sony across the board play. has done really great things, and I'm sure there's some sharing like in between their studios as far, especially with that. It's just like as soon as somebody makes it an option, at least other studios can be like, oh, that's a really good idea. Like, let's implement that for us. Um I've definitely if you, if you have God of War take like just fucking go in the menus the options are wild. Um, I'm using actually one of them boss fatigue because on a fucking eye trying to play this game I just want to like sometimes ten times is enough you know <laughs> you need a little slack. Um, you still have to fight the boss but you know there's there's just a bunch of good options in there for people that need them or if you just want to use them they're there. 
Yeah. Um, best game direction was Elden Ring. That one I'm not sure. That's a big by. award. I think. That yeah, that, that's 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 a big one. A lot going for it, and it was really a big two, right? It was Elden Ring and God of War that were competing for these. Uh, that were competing for these, and Elden Ring really does have a great game direction. Um, I noticed you left off best music, which I I only mentioned because I wanted to mention the fact that the fact that Sonic wasn't nominated for that is insane. Um, I didn't expect Sonic to win anything, but the soundtrack in that game is incredible, and there were some games yep. nominated over that for best music that I think absolutely did not deserve it. Like to, that, it would have at least deserved like a nomination. So I don't know if the Game Awards is going to consider any of that next year for Sonic due to when it came out because it wasn't even up potentially up or possible for Game of the Year because of its release date, I think, or something like that. I don't know. Someone was saying in a video I was watching that it's possible some of that could be next year. I don't want to get into the nuance of it. I just want to say I liked Frontiers a lot. I finished it, but I do think the fact that it didn't even get considered for best music or soundtrack is kind of a shame because it was very, very good. Um, mm -hmm. No, I just wanted to mention that. Most anticipated was uh, Tears of the Kingdom. That's a sham. Naturally. That's a sham. What? I was watching no, this last not. night and I said that's a sham. There were three other games on that list that were better for more anticipated Resident it's, Evil 4. It's Breath of the Wild. You know how those people are. Of course it's it's of course it's that. Oh, so I thought either Hogwarts Legacy or Resident Evil 4 would have been more warranted of that. Like, no, but it's you, you got you got to think of the uh, the general populace of like uh Breath of the Wild is like people's be like favorite game of all time for a lot of people. It's unfortunate, but like I'm not I'm not one of those people, but I knew there was no doubt it was gonna win most anticipated when people have been begging for years waiting for something to follow up for the wild. Yeah, I mean I, I could even admit that Resident Evil 4, which I, I mean I'm not it's not like I'm in the minority. A lot of people love that game, but I could understand some people saying that like that one wouldn't be the number one most anticipated, although I am very excited for it. But come on. People have been talking about Hogwarts Legacy forever. Final Fantasy 16 should be great. Starfield's a snooze fest, but, like, whatever. Um, I know Nicole and, like, three other people are excited about it, so it's fine. Like, we... I just, I don't know. I, I still am more excited for Hogwarts at this moment in time. Yeah, which should be fun. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, best adaptation we didn't mention either, but Arcane won that, and I just wanted to give that a shout-out. Yeah. I think Arcane is a fucking fantastic show. that's on my list highly recommend it. it's short too it's not highly recommend cyberpunk edge runners also yes, short i gotta watch that <laughs> i wanted to watch it when it came out i'll watch arcane you'll watch edge runners bet yeah that definitely that was a two thing race cuphead show wasn't winning anything sonic 2 was a decent movie i liked it but and the uncharted it was, was it was a very good category uncharted was probably the weakest thing there yeah unfortunately but and i liked it I just, I didn't care for the casting. I I could go on about that for a while. I just think that they could have cast better. No, no, I love Tom Holland, and Mark Wahlberg exists as a person, so that's fine. But, like, the fan-made Uncharted movie with Nathan Fillion and uh, the other dude was 27 minutes, yeah. and it was so much better than what they produced there from a capturing the character of Nathan Drake. But that's I'm yeah. not, that's a whole other conversation. Um, So we're going to move on to Game of the Year, but I just noticed you did not include the fan voting one here, and I felt like we did have to briefly acknowledge that, right? <laughs> because yeah, there was chaos with this fan voting thing the player's voice award where there were bugs online where if you went on to vote and just if you guys missed it i think we talked about it this briefly. happened to me too so the nominees for player's voice this is, player's voice was basically exclusively fan voting because if you don't know all of these awards are generally determined by a team of critics so it's 90 percent 
critics, 10% fan vote that goes into this. The player's voice is 100% fan vote. So the options, after multiple rounds of narrowing them down, were Sonic Frontiers, Genshin Impact, game that came out three years ago, God of War Ragnarok, Elden Ring, and Stray. Now, I love Sonic Frontiers. I just finished it. I highly recommend it, but it is not game of the year. I'm not... I'm not not going to bias that, okay? So I'm glad it got nominated. I voted for it personally because I knew God of War and Elden Ring would win other stuff and I wanted Sonic Frontiers to have a chance to get some representation. Genshin Impact came out three years ago. How is it even up for Game of the Year? This makes no sense. And the fact that you couldn't vote for anything other than Sonic or Genshin Impact, if you went on the site to vote, you literally had to click on one of those two. I don't think it's Game of the Year. I think it's literally just player's voice. Like, like, it's just what game you well, want right, is to players win voting <laughs> in general, best. I guess. Right, but wasn't it supposed to be, like, players essentially voting for their top Well, it's game? just, like, best ongoing game. Like, they're always, those games are always in there. And, like, you could argue that Genshin right now than it was three years ago. I don't know. Sure, and I think it's fine to give Genshin a vote, but I think you should have had a category that was, like, best ongoing game. You know but Minecraft saying? was also in there. Like, this started with, like, I think it was a list of either all the nominees. I don't I don't remember. It was, like, 20, and this was, like, the final five at the third round. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Every time you went to go vote, it would automatically... It wouldn't let you pick anything until you click Sonic, in my experience. So I was smart enough, and I was like, oh, I was like, what the fuck? And I, like, unchecked Sonic and yeah. checked what I wanted. But Jeff ensured us that after all the bot voters were gone, that was the result, so... I don't know. I thought I thought Sonic fans were coming out of the woodworks there, but Genshin makes sense for having like a rabid fan base that was active in trying to make sure their game won something. Yeah, and I'll be honest, Sonic fans in general, a specific subset of them are not you know, they they're all they're they're all right people, but I they kind of suck because they're unwilling to listen to like, you know, criticism about their games. Again, I I like Sonic Frontiers, I wouldn't consider myself like a Sonic game diehard, though. I was actually more surprised by how much I enjoyed the game because of that. Um, and I know Genshin's fan base is huge. Genshin is fucking massive. It's the biggest game in the world, literally. Um, you know, I think it has. it's the most downloaded mobile game and the most highest revenue-generating mobile game. So, like, it's cool. Um, it just, I, I don't know. Something fishy happened there, I think, because you had... I, I don't know. Genshin Impact is the least deserving of that ca out of all four, all five of those categories, in my personal opinion. So if people disagree, it's my opinion. But um, yeah, that's the player's voice. Genshin won that. Um, and Lord Richopper said, I just downloaded Sonic. Yeah, let me know what you think of it. Let us on Twitter or in the next show, whatever. I played it. It took me about 25 hours start to finish. It was really fun. Make sure that you switch to hard mode right before the last boss fight. Otherwise, you will not get to do the last boss fight. You have to be on hard in order to do it. So just the thing a lot of people don't know. So technically, it's a bonus boss, but it's um, right before the end credits play, you can actually fight it. And it's like a shoot 'em up type where it's um, not Galaga, but like one of those kind of like old style cool. things. And it plays through the credits. And it's really fun. It's hard as shit, but it's fun. You can't do it unless you're on hard so like right before you grab the last chaos emerald on the last island just switch over to hard and it works i played it on normal and then i just switched over for that so um if you're playing sonic and you don't know that but definitely let me know because i that that one i want to go back to and uh 100 because i'm pretty close to it actually um okay so that's the awards all right gotta go Bye. Now I'm gonna boot Nicole. No, I'm just kidding. We're not. Nicole's not going anywhere because she is going to. She's leaving. Come back. Maybe if we play the Elden Ring music and put up the background for a second, she'll come back. 
Look at this background. Back. Look at the background here for Elden Ring, and this is this is just um, one of Nicole's. This uh, tell us, tell us, friend, what's going on with you? Why are you? <laughs> how do you feel about this? Out of curiosity. Well, yeah, Elden Ring won Game of the Year. Sure did. Sadly. <laughs> No, I knew it was going to be a very close race, and I wish Jeff would post how close it was. It'd be cool to see the numbers, just like if it was a fucking blowout and it was ne it was never a shot if it was really close. I would just like to know that stat. Um, I was happy as long happy as long as either of these won because I could have seen some like bullshit where another game won somehow, and that would have just been absolutely outrageous. So I'm glad and this won if it was outrageous. So I'm glad this obviously my personal game of the year is God of War. Obviously my personal game of the year. You know, you know what's weird though. You know, an observation. You know, what game wasn't nominated for best accessibility? What's that? It was it was Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's almost like it's not so weird, right? It's almost like it's not accessible. accessible. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's, it's so strange. They just does not care about people. It's so strange. It's interesting that making a game the way they intended for it to be designed, it was still voted game of the year. That's kind of crazy. You'd almost think that, like, they should have... almost crazy that accessibility doesn't mean, like, taking away from accessibility something. Accessibility doesn't crazy. mean, like, almost taking away. Like, it's just an option. But... Well, I mean, I would argue that if they made it more accessible in that vein, that what would happen is... is no, you don't game, have to change anything. You can just go add an option, but then and your, your game wouldn't change. You wouldn't have the challenge, though. That would be the thing. The game would have no challenge, therefore you'd feel nothing when you beat the bosses because it's easy. You get what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's like... I mean, them, you're you're saying that anyone that needs accessibility options can't play challenging games. That's not or can't what enjoy saying. challenging I'm games or have a challenge. If you make the game easy, it defeats the purpose of the game, and therefore... It's not... But why would the purpose of a game just to be difficult instead of, like, focusing on, like, the cool exploration, the cool com, cool boss fights, the settings? I don't have an answer Everything for that. else. Why, 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 why is the first... Why is the first thing you care about Why do about they the make difficult? world's hardest game puzzles or whatever the fuck they're called? Where, you know, like, the puzzles where it's, like, world's know. most difficult game or, like, the whole point of a challenging subset I love thing. challenging things. People love, like, finally beating something that's hard. Like, if your main selling point is this game's hard, I feel like you could be focusing on cooler things, and maybe you'll win Best Narrative. Maybe. I mean, it did win Best Direction, Creative Direction, and Best Game. Game of the Year, of course. Elden Ring did win that. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not saying that, like, that... The, the game deserves it, right? And it really was a game that impacted so many in the community. I saw somebody last night talking about how much of an impact this had with streamers, content creators. It was such a long game. It was talked about for a while. You know, God of War Ragnarok yeah, came out, and people are not talking about it as much anymore already. And that's not because it's bad. It's just because people finished it. People are moving on to the next thing. When Elden Ring I haven't out, heard about Elden Ring until the Game uh, the well, game Award thing started right. back. Exactly. But I mean, when it came out in February, through like almost May, it was like the most... Not, like it was just the most talked about thing yeah but the thing is is i feel like you can show a lot of elden ring and it not spoilers whereas like god of war there's a lot you can't talk about and i think people are being mindful about that. i guess that's true yeah i mean it's fair i just i think elden ring deserved it i was happy to see it i thought it was gonna be like fucking stray or something weird and it was just gonna be like okay what happened here um they were just gonna like throw a curveball like they did last year with um it takes two winning instead of a few other games that i think were a little more deserving it's fine i think god of war was still the most decorated they won they got six awards so you know they got their entire infinity gauntlet plus one yeah um so good for them it's always weird though like when a game especially when god of war beats elden ring in other categories and then goes on to not win game of the year it's like that's odd it's like how did wouldn't the game of the year be better 
than all the other games it's up against in every category, but I guess not. But in similar fashion to how God of War won 2018, it didn't win everything. It won Best Game Direction and then won Game of the Year. And Red Dead was the one that won all the categories, and this time roles were reversed. So God of War won all the categories, and then Elden Ring won Game Direction and Game of the Year. It's a fun pattern to these things. Yeah, and also let's not forget that... um... Let's not forget that the competition was not super steep this year. I mean, it, it was and it wasn't. There were some good games, but in terms of it was a two-game I think, race, really. I think it was. I feel like every year there's always one that's like, that's absolutely the winner, and this year it wasn't like them. That's fair. Um, yeah, I'm happy for it. Look, Elden Ring's a fantastic game. I spent nearly a week's worth of life, if you take my total playtime, you know, playing that game, and it's uh, it's incredible. And it's super cool to see it. And I haven't played Ragnarok, right? Because I don't have it. And uh, so maybe I maybe I'd feel differently after playing it. But I think right now, Elden Ring really it 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 did a lot of things well. It really kind of went to like uncharted horizons in terms of like what a game could take on and what it could do. And I just think as a whole, it really does deserve that spot. But we'll see. I guess what happens next year because 2023 is loaded with games and i think it could be a very different conversation next year depending on how a lot of these games come out and how everything ends up indeed i think so so overall that was um that was the game awards i mean there was a lot of fun stuff there was a couple of funny little bits with like animal i actually thought animal was kind of funny when he came out on screen and uh, a couple musical performances they showed the trailer for Mario, or not not the trailer, they showed actual footage of the Mario movie, which I am pumped for. I think it looks really good, and, uh, you know, Chris Pratt's accent sounds fine, so it's not that big of a deal. That trailer was so good, though. That movie's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, and I think it's, um, I think it's pretty good. Uh, Isaac said, I'm outside right now shoveling snow. One of my neighbors is smoking the devil's lettuce. Well... Wow. You should probably ask That's legal shit. in our state now. It is legal in our state, although I... Did I tell you? No, I didn't tell you this. I accidentally threw out my driver's license. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I went to the dispensary when they opened last week, and uh, when you go, you have to like wait in line, and you have to do all kinds of stuff. And Naturally. And they take your license when you scan in, and then they take it at the register, and when she gave it back to me, they put it in the bag. And I didn't know, and I remembered later, like, I was like, oh, wait, did she say that was in the bag? But I had already thrown the bag out, so I was looking for my license the other day, can't find it anywhere, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't lose stuff typically like that, especially not something important, couldn't find that anywhere, and I'm like, well, I guess I threw it away uh, at the dispensary because I got the, I took the bag and just tossed it, so, yeah, I threw my driver's license away. The importance of that story is just always check your, uh, always check your stuff. <laughs> On that topic, last week when I went to the dispensary because they now open, I, I did purchase some edibles and I, uh, I did some, and uh, it was a hellscape of an evening to put it one way or another. Um, I was doing all right. I was hanging out with some friends in a safe space. We were playing some games and stuff, and someone came to the house to deliver food because I was fucking starving, right? So I ordered like food and 
and I was like holding it together. I'm all right. Like my friend's trying to make me laugh and like make me break, but I'm holding it together. And then this this kid comes up and knocks on the door. He's banging on the door, and I'm like, who the fuck's like? Why is he looking at me like this? Like what's going on? So I open the door, and ap- apparently it was a kid I went to school with. Shout outs to Chris. I didn't remember who it was. I was high out of my mind, obviously, and I didn't know who he was. And so he like fist bumps me, and he's like, hey, what's going on, man? It's Chris. And I was like, yo, what up? Like I know who you are. So I took my food and went to sit back down, and then I I, so I turned to my friend because it was his house. I'm like who the fuck was that? I have no idea what's going on. So I'm like, I'm like high out of my mind. And I, I sit down and like, I'm holding it together. I'm going to be fine. And my friend's girlfriend has like a mirror, like a makeup mirror, I guess. Like, you know, the ones you can like zoom in and out or whatever. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the mirror and I couldn't see my reflection in the mirror because it was zoomed in. And I started freaking out because of how high it was. And I don't know if you've ever done edibles, but once you've done edibles, you, you, once you lose your grip on, like, what's going on, you just lose it. Like, it goes, and then it, it takes over for a while. And I'm, like, looking at the mirror, and my friend's like, what's wrong, dude? And I'm like, I can't fucking see my reflection. He goes, oh, no, you might be a vampire. Like, he starts freaking me out, and I'm sitting there, like, what the hell's going on? I couldn't see. I'm like, I gotta hold it together. I put the mirror down, and I had ordered a steak and cheese wrap. So I'm, like, taking a bite of the sandwich, and you get, like, all weird and like everything just feels weird and i'm eating the sandwich super slow i'm like why is my mouth so dry this is terrible and i started to become because i was already panicked about the mirror i started to become panicked that i was stuck in a time loop where time wasn't moving because my sandwich looked like i wasn't taking any bites of it it just looked like it was just going back and forth so what i did was i picked it up like a wrap and i just bit the side of the sandwich so that i could mentally like tell myself that i had eaten some of the sandwich and yeah it's it's spun out of control i did post a couple videos on twitter i know uh i know angel saw it and a few other people saw it and reacted to it but it was it was a fun time i think i just maybe had a little bit too much because it was completely wild but uh Funny story. Sounds like a terrible time. <laughs> I said that to my friend. I'm like, I don't want to be a burden. He's like, no, it's hilarious. I was like, all right, well, listen, whatever works. Because, like, they have a dog, and the dog loves me. Like, I have such a good relationship with that dog. But even he was like, he was like looking at me funny because I was like loud. I was like, obviously, like, I don't know. Apparently, when I get super high, I like, when I start laughing, sometimes I'll start crying. Like, I just go from like a laugh to a cry. And I do like a voice that sounds like the, uh, the gingerbread man from Shrek, you know, like, oh, oh my God. that guy. There's videos. I'll have to send them to you. Um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a wild experience. But it was it was fun. But anyway, I lost my license, became a vampire. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, if you're gonna do drugs, two things: do drugs Don't do in a safe <laughs> space with people that you know. Because the first Don't time throw I throw your license. Well, that that I wasn't high at the time at the license. That was just a stupid stupid move. But hey, it's kind of annoying. I had to pay thirty dollars for a new license. Like, what the hell is that? That's ridiculous. Isaac What's he given throwing so? it out at the dispensary? You're the I exact type of people they didn't want to open a dispensary because of. <laughs> Who puts a license in a bag, dude? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I don't even do I don't even do the weed a lot. Like maybe once a month, twice a month. Do I'm the not weed. Like a heavy, I'm not a heavy weedist, okay? But and Isaac said we can do some when I come to RI. When, when is that, dude? I'm down. Let me know. Um, but like, I, no, yeah. he's come to RI before and didn't tell me, so he's Did banned. You guys know each other at he's that not- point. Yes. Like really? He's not allowed to come back. What did you He's come not allowed here to come for? back. Was there like a dubby energy convention? His friends going here. Oh, probably. Okay. Small world. Definitely yeah. should come by. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that was my story this past week. That was crazy. I uh, I tweeted one video of me sitting on the couch and I started talking in British accent. I didn't know what was going on. Apparently when I get high, I, I get British. I don't fucking know. I can't. I have no explanation for any of this. Um, <laughs> life is chaotic, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so, so that was fun. Um, but basically I think that's going to cover the majority of our topics. Am I right? Like, is there anything else from the game awards you wanted to mention? Anything else you, uh, 
No, we got we got a great year of gaming coming up. We do, and there's a lot of stuff. He said, hung out with Ben and them. I didn't know she lived in RI. I don't know who Ben is. That's a lie. You went. You came here recently. Did you, dude? Unbelievable. I'm pretty sure. Like, within the past year, right? Unbelievable. He's lying to you. All right, Speaking what's on your horizon? Which, well, I my current horizon, I, like, literally, like, I don't know. I, I got a baby shower to go to tomorrow, so that's that's uh, something I'm looking forward to. That sucks. No, oh. it doesn't <laughs> suck. I'm actually quite looking forward to it. Well, my girlfriend's sister and, uh, and they, oh, okay. they want, like, yeah, that, everyone that's there, important. and uh, yeah. I'm actually excited, like, meet, meet some new people that's and stuff. Good. I like the family outings sometimes. Like, no, yeah, like girlfriend's sister is important. I typically <laughs> like family outings when it's not necessarily always my own family outing depending on the context and the circumstances but no she's excited about it they're excited about it. so that's tomorrow i'm looking forward to that and then um i mean i'm just like trying to churn through the rest of the work month before i take vacation which i'm just like pumped for because like you know uh that but um i finished like i said i finished sonic frontiers so i'm probably gonna start yakuza play a little bit of that i think my friends kind of uh have convinced me that that's worth a shot um slowly but surely still trying to upgrade my streaming setup and computer equipment i got a new mic i don't know if you guys can actually see it because of the way this new camera is set up but uh hopefully after the holiday season i'll be fully um fully new and engaged and i gotta finish christmas shopping that's that's a big thing because i uh i accidentally spoiled your Chris part of your christmas present already the other day which was just just a complete <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about i didn't see anything for context uh we have a shared account for the podcast on Twitter and I was talking with a couple people on Twitter in a chat showing one of the things I got Nicole <laughs> and I didn't think about the fact that she could also see the messages and I was just getting notifications on my phone. So I'm like, oh, okay, we're going back and forth. I wasn't seeing any of the messages she was sending. I thought I was sending it from my personal account and I wasn't. And then, you know, she's like, she ended up putting up a tweet. I'm like, wait, what? And then, yeah, so that, that kind of happened. Um, but that's okay. I mean, truth be told, I got you a few things anyway. So we are going to do a um, – we're going to hear about Nicole's Horizon in just a second. But I'll mention now for everybody so you know, next week we're going to do Christmas movies, right? Is that the theme? Yeah. Christmas movies, sure. Christmas shows, whatever. Um, and then obviously any other lingering thoughts. And then, of course, the week of Christmas. I think it's the 21st, which is the Wednesday, assuming we're back on our normal schedule – um, we're going to do, like, our Christmas party thing. Um, we'll be doing a Christmas draft, which will be uh, literally, like, I think I think Nicole's idea was that we just basically draft, like, Christmas stuff in general. Like, not necessarily food. Like, you you can only have X number of things, you know, what's your Christmas going on. We're going to do a gift exchange. So, obviously, Nicole and I got each other gifts. We're going to swap gifts before the show, and then we're going to open them live on the show. Uh, and then we're going to do a Christmas candy type thing as well. I think we're going to pick candy for each other and, and then try it. Or I, We haven't figured out the fine details yet, but that is the upcoming two shows. So we've got Christmas movies, Christmas media in general, I guess we could call it. Like whatever, whatever we want to talk about. There's plenty of Christmas stuff. Um, and, uh, and then we've got the actual like Christmas special show. Um, at which point we will be doing a giveaway, which I teased earlier in the show. And I'm going to show off um the details on that so if you notice on my head i am wearing an uncharted horizons beanie this is official merch here um it is this is one of the test ones that i got in and it is really comfy actually and i'm honestly surprised how it looks like i don't know how well you can actually see this logo no it looks good um it's pretty comfy and i ordered them because we talked about doing something like that for a while um and it's just obviously like 
we're still new, right? This is only the 18th episode, so we're on our almost on our fifth month. Like, we're not looking to, you know, reinvent the wheel here or anything yet. But a lot of people expressed interest in it and that type of thing. So we're actually going to give away a beanie for um, the Christmas season, if you will, in addition to a um, Amazon gift card. So I am going to probably give away the beanie and the uh, – We'll probably give away like a ten or fifteen dollar Amazon gift card, something of, along those lines. Um, that way, if you get if you win and you're not a beanie fan, at least you still have the gift card to go with it. But whatever you have, um, so you can see like the one I'm wearing. Obviously, you won't get the one I'm wearing. You, you get like your own like sealed one. But um, I'm gonna post some. No, details. people pay for that. We we only sell the beanies that we've worn before. Yeah, we, it's worn. We'll put a little signature on it. Um, yeah, I do think this the beanie that we give away. Um, you can have the option of a beanie that looks just like this, or you can have the option of one that has like a the Uncharted Horizons logo that we have here, but in like the style of a Christmas ornament. So if you want one that's like unique to the holiday and like a giveaway, whatever, on the off chance that like we do at some point down the line actually put out like real merch for people to like purchase at some point, um, then you'd have something to kind of distinguish that. But uh, you'll have that option, and obviously um, the giveaway will be announced on the Christmas show, but it will likely not be sent out until a couple weeks after because once I place the order, then we have to actually um, wait for them to come in. So that's what we're, uh, we're looking for there. I'm going to let Nicole talk now about what's on the horizon for her. And also, can you tell us briefly about your ET experience on your flight the other day in oh my media God. form? <laughs> Yeah, I went to Universal with my friends for a day, and they still have the E.T. ride, which I've somehow never been on, even though I've been a few times. It's, like, tucked away, and I just assumed it got closed, like Jaws. But no, it's very much there. Um, It was terrifying. (laughs) No, it was actually pretty cool. You sit on bikes, and, like... Uh, if you've been to Disney World, that's like the Peter Pan one where it's suspended, like you don't have, you're not on a track, you're like floating through the air. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's an ET world, and you're like on ET planet, and the the ride actually ends with a bunch of baby ETs, which was honestly hilarious, and I loved it. They were very cute. I think he used to he used to be the baby, you know, before uh, Baby grew and Baby Yoda and all those came out. He was the original cute baby guy. So I, I didn't hate that, but luckily there was no sick ETs um anywhere on the ride because i would not have had a great time but i know what you're talking about actually (laughs) i forgot about that part yeah somebody was watching et on the fucking flight down i had a i looked up and locked eyes with et's sick dying body and i had it was a terrible time i was like i cannot believe my luck right now i was like people won't even believe me but if i take a picture people are like what are you doing i'm couldn't believe it you know i was minding my business trying to play persona and i just et had to ruin my day but, yeah, on my horizon, I still need to platinum God of War. I'm slowly chipping away at it. I'm doing some uh, trials right now, which there's a lot of them. And they're it's frustrating because I don't want to do them, but I am. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to take that bit by bit and I'll eventually be done with it. Um, I'm still playing Persona, so I need to, like, find time to, like, work that naturally into my weekly schedule so I can get that game done. Maybe I'll make myself play it once a week or something. Um and then, yeah, there's a few games leaving Game Pass, as usual, that I want to get to, and one of them's Lake. So I think I'm going to try to play that, because it leaves on the 15th, and it's only, like, a six-hour game. I can definitely get that out of the way. That way I don't have to uh, worry about buying it in the future. But it was definitely one I wanted to play before it goes away. Yeah, that sounds exciting. I want to get. I wish I could have gotten you E.T. for uh, I would have loved to, with the time and foresight. I would throw it outside. I would have loved to get outside. you, like, a framed 
canvas, <laughs> like a painting of that ET scene, and you would. I would literally die. That would be That'd be such a waste of money. I would put it immediately in the garbage. No, you would have to frame it and hang it up or something. I wouldn't. I would figure out a way. I'd be like, hey, look, you know, I, I don't know, something along those lines. Um, maybe we'll have to add a little segment to the show going forward while you're playing Persona, just like a five minute. You tell us where you're at with the game so far and your thoughts, like as you play through it, because it's lengthy. Um, because I know myself and a lot of listeners are big fans of that game, and obviously I'm curious. Oh, yeah, I've been, I keep notes just so I can yeah, tell you. Yeah, you sent me some, and I disagree with some, and I agree with some, so we'll see what happens. The game does start a little bit slower. I do think Ryuji is one of the no, best No, it's, it's pretty good. Morgana's I think great. I, See, I told you. Morgana's okay. She has a cat, though. He, he, it's a he. He. There's no way. Her name's yeah. Morgana. Why are you gender assuming in 2022? Come on. I'm pretty expect- sure they said they, they've talked about it, and I thought they said it's a she. Morgana is a he. Well, maybe you're spoiling something for me because nope. I thought they said she. Nope. You just assumed it's gender. I didn't. They They're talked about it. Us now. This is unbelievable. That uh, show, that that game has way more to be canceled for. Well, the game, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's Atlas. Like, what do you, they, they're not exactly like. <laughs> Who's seconds in? We got like naked, naked high schoolers. I don't know. Oh, I don't recall that being a thing, but maybe, maybe it was. Yeah, it's in, it's in the pervy teachers like mind dungeon. There's like naked volleyball girls on the oh, floor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, yeah, he's a bad guy. It's bad. It's he is a bad guy. You look at it. He's a good villain. He, he is. I can't wait to like very fucking meet. fight him. You didn't fight him already? I thought you did. You texted me asking. No, no you, I was wrong. Already. I was yeah. fighting his like early, his like pre-boss. I don't Shadow. know. Yeah. Well, we'll have to we'll have to keep that starting next week. You can give us a brief update on your persona progress and what you think of the game so far. Um, gotcha. But yeah. So uh, thank you guys for hanging out tonight. Seriously, um, appreciate it as always. Uh, we will be back to I think by I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure we'll be back on Wednesday next week for our normal show unless something comes up. Sure. I don't have anything scheduled, but I know you went to something the other day, right? So. Um, but yeah, so let us know what you think. A lot of fun stuff coming up. We, we still got to do a Star Wars show going at some point in the new year. Um, that's definitely a big topic. Uh, I look at your fantastic reindeer antlers right there. So yeah. Now, you guys... <laughs> different hat. Now it looks like it's like a weapon. You know, you charge at somebody. Oh God. Well, <laughs> well that happened. Um, so yeah, follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. I'll post the details for the giveaway over the weekend. You'll be winning a beanie, Uncharted Horizons beanie, and a Amazon gift card. The actual giveaway will be announced on our Christmas show in a couple weeks. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Hopefully everyone's having a fun holiday season. Also, make sure you follow us on social media in general because I'm going to post a video of my rapping. Not like, yo, you know, like actual like rapping, gift rapping. Um, to compare and show you why I'm very much hashtag team bag. And I think team bag is the way to go. Put your gifts in a bag, give some tissue paper, show them love, and don't waste your time and the environment by trying to, uh, to rip a lot of paper. So yeah, uh, that's going to do it for me. Congrats to Elden Ring for game of the year and God of War for a bunch of secondary awards. Nicole, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we sign off for the evening? No, but I did just see the different podcast listen to is uh bracket style picking um game of the year so maybe if we steal that that can be a january topic that could be that was that we could do a bit of a throwback to our first topic right like um, yeah but like maybe a little bit more knowledge on some of the games because i feel like half the games we talked about yeah i mean we'd be straight up ripping it from these people but they have uh they did their brackets and categories so they have sony versus nintendo indie bloodbath games with words and weird spins on familiar genres so it it could be some fun conversation 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So that's interesting. Yeah, that could definitely be something that uh, I mean, just as long as Genshin impacts in every category, I think we'll be okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I so mean, we'll know where the when we know where it'll end up. It'll still be good conversation. Probably true. And uh, yeah, there's plenty of stuff to to talk about and stuff coming up. But I think we're gonna have some fun on the next couple of shows. Uh, if you guys want to, um, you know, follow, subscribe, all of that's super appreciated. And yeah, remember what I said earlier. Don't donate money to people that are sleeping on stream. It's a terrible, terrible use of your money. We'll take it off your hands if you need it. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll see you guys next week. Follow us on socials and all that stuff. Have a wonderful weekend and uh, stay, stay warm, I guess, or cold. I don't know, whatever you prefer. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye.